five? Okay. No, give a pound. High five. Boom. Pound. Boom. <laughs> oh my god, how cute. Three, Are you looking for someone to share their deepest, darkest secrets on keeping their marriage spicy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you like, please dish on how to be a cool parent? Because yeah, I don't know. Please tell me. Well, Jamie Otis and Doug Hayner have got all you hubbies and wifeys and mommies and daddies covered. Yep, that's us. Because each week, we're finding a guest who will spill all their dirty secrets. Oh, yeah. Because we all want to keep our marriages hot and our parenting cool. Here's the show. Welcome to a new episode of Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. I'm back. Jamie's back. Back again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you went missing. Yeah, no, thank you for holding the fort down for me. Yeah, it was a lot of, well, it was a different approach. I felt like I was talking to myself because I was. (laughs) You know what I do, though, is I always really envision my friends when I'm talking, like I really am talking to you. Listen, it, it took a while for me to get rid of my imaginary friends when I was younger, so I... I, I want to stay away from that. So I just envisioned that I was holding an audience, but nobody was here. Do you want to know what my imaginary friend used to be called? Yeah. You weirdo. Did you really have one? I really did. And my parents told me that his name was John Bit. John Bit? John Bit. John Bit used to come with me everywhere. And oh. I would blame things on John Bit. And uh, I would say John Bit did it. And yeah, I don't know how long I had an imaginary friend for, but yeah, I had one. <laughs> Now I think that I'm married to like a psycho murderer. You didn't have an imaginary friend. No. And no. I didn't make out with mirrors either. And you did I that would, too. I would say 80% of our audience has made out with a mirror. I to, would say no. To practice kissing with themselves. I don't think that you have, have you girls? No way. Uh, 80%. And I would say that probably 46% had an imaginary friend. Where do you get your stats? 46%. Science. Science. You just pulled that right mm-hmm. out of the cobwebs in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might have read it on a Snapple one That's time. That's really funny. Snapple top. You never know. I'm so excited because I get to read the five-star review that one of you awesome listeners left us. And I can't thank you enough because Harry, Harry Girl. Harry Girl. 154. It's Hair Girl 154, which was left on your birthday for a five-star review. That's why I selected this one. Hair Girl. Not, fi- not Harry Girl. <laughs> I was wondering why someone would put that as their handle. Like, hey, listen, girl, if you have a lot of hair, I'm not judging. <laughs> my legs are hairy right now too no Mine. judging mine too all right so hair girl 54 first of all thank you for leaving a five-star review on my birthday that is really really so sweet and the fact that you wrote it's the highlight of your weekly drive you have my heart she said i've followed you guys since math's journey started and loved you ever since i feel like you are one of the most real and honest couples out there it can't be easy to share ups and downs with the entire world but you both do it with such class i look forward to each new episode of the podcast every week and you are the highlight of my commute keep up the great work oh well thank you that's very sweet. And anybody that leaves a five-star review, we hope to give you a shout out one day. And for those of you that do listen in the car or on your phone, download the Himalaya app. It's a free app. You get to organize your podcast. More importantly, if you're a fan of Hot Marriage, Cool Parents, you get to listen to it a day early. Yeah. And 
Also, if you feel like taking a screenshot wherever you're listening to this and tagging us on Instagram, we absolutely love learning more about you guys, seeing your faces or even in your treadmill, if that's what you're listening to. I've seen a treadmill been tagged a time or two or like the road in front of them and then they'll just tag me and it's like, hey girl, I see you. Thank you. (laughs) It's awesome. So yeah, tag us and we're excited to get to know you guys more. Well, I have really been struggling with anxiety and depression lately. And man, I don't even know why, because I know I have a great life. You're the most amazing husband. You're so supportive. And I'm not even just saying that because you're sitting here right next to me, but you really are. Like, you know, I couldn't ask for a better husband and our daughter is everything. Only because you are. Oh, well, thank you. No, but I grew up in a trailer park, always being worried that the heat wouldn't be on or that there was no food or that my stepdad was going to beat the snot out of my mom. And now I live in a nice home that has heat all the time in (laughs) air conditioning, which is nice. And we always have food and we have a beautiful daughter and I have nothing to complain about in life. I have no reason to whine. Why am I sad? There's no reason. And it's a disease. Well, thanks for making me feel diseased. I mean, it's like diabetes. My it's dad true. has diabetes and he has to take medicine for it. And some people have, you know, it's a chemical imbalance. Yeah. So I was at the doctor's today and I literally said all of that to her. And I was like, listen, I know that I have a great life. I don't know why I feel like this. I don't want to be whining and complaining, sitting miserable on the couch, feeling like, woe is me. Because I know that woe isn't me. I worked really hard to have a good life and I'm so thankful for everything that we do have. And so she goes, well, do you think you have anxiety or depression? And I was like, honestly, I don't even think I know the difference between the two. I don't know. Sometimes I can barely get off the couch. And other times I feel like my chest is so effing tight that I can barely breathe. I just close my eyes and just breathe. I think that's anxiety, that part. Yeah. I think, so then she said, well, tell me about your mom. Like what's her health history? And so, you know, we started talking about my mom and her health history, which is, I also have hypothyroidism. So I was like, do you think that maybe my thyroid's out of whack and that's why I'm feeling like this? Because there is no good reason for me to feel like this. I mean, we've been through a lot worse. We're not at that point in life. I mean, we've lived with your parents and I didn't feel like this. <laughs> You've lost your job while I was seven months pregnant and I didn't feel like this. Yeah. I would say there's probably different levels of it. You know, there's probably ups and downs and it comes and goes. Is there a trigger or, I mean, because yeah. literally one day you'll say this is the best life ever. And I don't know if you're just saying it to convince yourself or if you're saying it to believe it because then it's usually followed by some level of anxiety? Well, I really haven't wanted to put this out into the universe because I really didn't want to even admit or believe that this is my life and factual for me. But as I was talking to the doctor today, of course, like one of the questions is, when was your last menstrual cycle? And of course, I have an app or two for that that I keep track because we're trying so hard to have a baby. And I went to a new doctor because she's a little closer to home and she was on your last period. And I said, I literally had it. I just got it the other day. And she said, are you still trying to have a baby? And I was like, yes. And you know, we've had two losses and it's been over a year now that we've been trying and we haven't had any luck. And I literally started crying, Doug. Really? I couldn't even help it. I tried so hard. I was like, I know I have a great life. I know what's going to happen for me. And I just felt so silly that I was sitting there crying because I already have a daughter and I'm so lucky to have my daughter. And I don't know. She's probably like, you are a psycho. (laughs) Maybe she hears all the time. uh, No, I don't think so. But (laughs) I mean, I I don't know. But, you know, I like dried my tears. And then she said, you know, what's the health history for your mom and your dad? And I was like, I don't know my dad, although I just recently found him. And unfortunately, he died. And I really want to get to know these two brothers but they really have no interest in me whatsoever. And I just started bawling again, Doug. 
I couldn't even help it. You know, she was the nicest doctor because first of all, I had never seen her before. She was filling in for the NP that I see. And so I don't even know this woman. And she's just like snotting and bawling all over, over like normal questions. I wonder if it would have been the same if you had your regular doctor. Your regular doctor probably wouldn't have asked those questions and you probably wouldn't have volunteered all that information. Yeah, I didn't really volunteer the information at first, but she asked me twice about my father's health history. So I said, you know, I don't know who my father is, but I did Mm -hmm. recently try to find him. And like the thing is, is that what I did find, he did seem to have the LDL, which is like the bad cholesterol is a bit Mm -hmm. elevated. She said that could be hereditary. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I know he had like blood clot. I think he had blood clot problems. So I was like, maybe, I I don't know. Anyways, it just, it seemed like it was relevant to me. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, let me like bring this up. And I was like, but I don't actually don't know him. And he also just died. And I don't like, I don't know nothing, period. And so then I just start bawling about how I wish to have had the chance. And so she was like, wow. (laughs) It sounds like you really do have anxiety and depression. And so then, you know, she upped my medicine. Which oh. is, I don't know why I'm almost embarrassed to admit that out loud, but I don't want to be. I want to be like a strong, I don't know. I don't think it has anything to do with being strong or not. I think it's some people need medicine. I need medicine. People need medicine. And there's a lot of people that haven't found the right medicine for depression. And it's known that you can build a tolerance or it just stops working at some points. I thought that's the point that you were at because it was just more and more each time. Well, the truth of the matter is though, is that I don't believe that it's just medicine. I genuinely know in my heart and in my mind that I really need to like do something active for 30 minutes every single day, just break a sweat, you know? And I also know that when I got pregnant for Henley, I was on the whole 30 diet. Like I was doing anything. Even back then, I remember we weren't getting pregnant. I had heard that someone got pregnant when they were on the whole 30 diet. And so I was like, I should just follow this diet. And remember, Doug, I was so strict. I wouldn't mm-hmm. like eat a, not even like a granule of sugar because that's part of the diet. And I like forced myself to run for 30 minutes straight. I haven't ran and I can't tell you how long. I won't be able to walk tomorrow, but I'm going to make myself, I signed up for a yoga class because my doctor also said yoga is so good for mental health. And I've heard that from so many people. So I signed up, I paid for a whole month subscription and I signed up and I'm going to go to yoga because if I don't help myself, what kind of a mom am I? What kind of a wife am I? If I don't help myself and what kind of a friend am I to all of you guys listening? If I don't set a good example of what we should be doing, I need to stop making excuses, stop procrastinating, stop saying my schedule is so busy or I don't have time or I'd rather be with my family or, you know, I'm making all the excuses in the world and I just need to stop instead of thinking about anything. I woke up this morning and without thinking, I put on my running shoes and I went because the minute I think that I talked myself out of it, all the reasons why I don't need to or I'll do it later. And it felt really, really good. I gotta be honest. Anyways, so, okay, we've started this trend of talking about the funniest news topics or like the most entertaining news topics that we've heard of of the week. I just saw this news article come up today. So Kelly Ripa and her husband, Mark Consuelos, apparently were having sex on Father's Day. And Kelly said she wasn't even really interested in having the sex. Girl, I hear you. I'm there. What? Well, like, I mean, now it's like a chore all the time because I'm like, we're just trying to have a freaking baby. Like, just let's oh. do this already. <laughs> yeah, but I think we've had sex every Father's Day and I'd yeah, like true. to keep that tradition alive, that's you know, true. and foreplay. And I think it should all be done on Father's Day for any of you. Okay, well, that's probably TMI. Wifeys but- or hubbies out there with your partner. I think they can have sex whenever they want, Doug. I know, but I think that for Father's Day, it should be extra special. Well, that's what Kelly was trying to do for her husband, but I don't think that women should have to feel forced to do anything extra special, you know, just because it's a Father's Day. No, but I think that it should be, you know, I mean, it's just something nice to do. Yeah, no, it is nice. That's true. 
But anyways, so Kelly is trying to be polite to her husband and have sex, even though she's totally not in the mood. And her 18-year-old daughter walks in, Lola, and totally catches them in the act. And then I guess her husband didn't think that she noticed, but uh, Kelly was like, yeah, she made direct eye contact with me. She definitely noticed. And oh my God, Doug, this is like my biggest fear. Why is an 18-year-old girl not knocking? Well, apparently she said she did knock and no one heard. Kelly, I guess she said, you're so not chill. Or I mean, I can't imagine having an 18-year-old girl. Like One day our daughter's going to be 18, Doug, and I can't even imagine. I'm just thinking as a father, that would be horrifying if I made eye contact. Would it be horrifying if she saw your penis? Well, that too. But I mean, just to make eye contact, I think is even worse. You know what I don't get is I have talked to a woman before who said that if the baby's really young, that she'd have sex in the same room with the baby. So the baby won't see anything and the baby won't know. And I'm like, what? PSA, no, it's not okay to have sex with any child in the room. I don't care if they're a newborn and they never open their eyes. It is not okay. When Doug and I are away. We push her into the bathroom. Yeah, we literally do. If we're in a hotel room, we'll get the crib and we literally will put her into the bathroom, close the bathroom door and then, you know, be romantic. And then- you know, we'll take her back out of the bathroom. Or like when we were in LA, you know, the closet's big enough, we'll just put her in there. Just, that sounds really bad. Like we stuff our kid in the closet mm-hmm. so we can have sex. That's No not, crib, just on the top shelf. No, that's not at all how it is. Like, you know, we just, I just don't want her to ever open her eyes and see her mom and her dad having sex. And I mean, you have a totally different point of view. I'm not saying that I would think it's okay to have sex with a child in the room. Newborn, maybe. No. You know. Granted, there's certain spaces, newborn, no. that can't roll over, maybe. No. But, but, <laughs> but I'm saying like you had a horrifying story or stories about this living in a trailer. And I get it. Well, it wasn't even a trailer at this point. But yeah, I have seen my mom have sex more than once, which is like, it really is traumatizing. I'm not even kidding you. So one time my mom had a boyfriend over and she was on the living room couch and I was in her bedroom sleeping, which was like direct eyesight to the couch. And I saw her, she was so loud too. It was so, just, it was so disgusting and so embarrassing. And I don't even know this guy's boyfriend and she's like having sex with him. And I was like, uh, and I just like turned around and like ran back in and like slammed the door. And I'm sure, like, I don't even know if they saw that I saw, but I'm sure they heard that I was awake at that point. And this was like last week. No, that's when I was a kid. And then when I was a little bit older, I had a friend over and my mom was having sex so loud that you could hear in the living room through the wall. So I literally like just kind of banged on the wall and was like, mom, will you quiet down? And she was like, no, turn the music up in the midst of her having sex. And I was just so incredibly embarrassed with my friend sitting right there that I didn't even know what to do. I was like, my face is red thinking about it. So I don't know, maybe that's why I'm so sensitive to it. Like I never want my daughter to hear me having sex or to see us having sex. I don't care if she's a newborn or if she's 15. I just, I will lock my bedroom door because she is not allowed to come in. I think that's the moral of the story here is to lock your door. Yeah, you can't trust on them to knock. That's for sure. Because you can't ever stop the heat of passion. You know, a lot of times when it just takes you over and if people are over, lock the door. Yeah. Moral of the story. That's right. It's like such a college thing. I feel like Kelly Ripa in the article though, Kelly said that a lot of her kids have seen them having sex. Like it's happened before. And I'm like, what? Because after the first time, I think I'd be mortified (laughs) for my kids. And I would make sure that there was like a freaking chain bolt lock on the door that they could never get into. I mean, sorry, Kelly, but I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe because I've been scarred by my own mama. (laughs) Yeah. See, I see that as way to go. Not like the getting caught part, but you know, I'm just happy to see that they have a healthy sex life. 
Yeah, I mean, props to them for that. That's for sure. Have you ever been caught having sex? Mm, good question. I don't think so. Really? I'm trying to think of when my siblings live with me. But honestly, I am very careful when I have sex because I've been scarred myself. I would be mortified for my siblings if they walked in on me having sex way back when I had custody of them and they lived with me. I was very, very careful that that wouldn't happen. I have. Who's walked in on you? The cops. We were in a car in the parking lot. So the cop came. Oh my gosh. And put his flashlight in the car. And your butt's hanging out? Yeah. This was in high school. Then... The high school girl that I was dating, her father, who I was very scared of, he was a very Italian father. And I just remember he found out and I had to walk down the stairs and sit in the most uncomfortable chair in the world while he gave me the birds and the bees talk. Oh my God. Yeah. Really? Senior in high school. Oh my God. I mean, some in high school and in college, most of the time you had somebody in the next room or in the next bed. Well, I didn't have the type of experience because I obviously had custody of my siblings. So it's not like yeah. I was partying it up and hanging yeah. out with people in the dorms. Yeah. I mean, well, that's why when it comes to family members, yeah, that's bad. Okay. This is enough talk about this. All right. This is a very heartwarming story because basically a police officer in Illinois offered a homeless man a bag of H-O-P-E. So this bag is a bag of basic necessities. And, you know, there's a lot of homeless peeps in the world. And listen to this. The police officer gives the homeless man the shoes off his very own feet. So Officer Brian, I'm going to butcher his last name. <laughs> Sorry, Officer Brian. Zagorski of Niles saw the homeless man tripping as he was walking due to one of his shoes missing a sole. After a brief conversation in which Zagorski found out that he and the man had the same size feet, the officer removed his shoes and gave them to the man. The kind act was shared on the department's social media account. That is really so sweet. The officer also offered the man a bag of hope, which is a backpack filled with clothing and toiletries put together by officers, but the man politely declined. I was happy. I made a difference. And that's essentially what we sign up to do is to make a difference. That is really sweet. Yeah. And you know what's even sweeter? I bet you that man was not even looking for recognition because it seems like that bag of hope was something that the department started to do, Yeah, which is really, really great. Yeah. Especially... You know, I'm not trying to get into politics, but especially just thinking about the controversy of like whether or not the police are corrupt and all these things. Just nice to know that there's going to be a bad apple in every bunch, but the mass majority are not bad apples. We have to remember that. But also, I think it's nice to have these kind of stories highlighted as well instead of just the bad. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. And I don't want to be selfish here, but I did notice that a lot of the necessities are starting to run low. In our house? Yeah. Listen to you. What? Well, I mean, all the cleaners and and the detergent and everything. I mean... How often are you using the cleaners, Douglas Hayner? You're the one that orders it. Yeah. So I actually just ordered it, as well, a matter good. of fact. I always order it from Grove Collaborative because it's this amazing online marketplace, but it delivers all natural products. So whether it be beauty or personal care products, it literally goes straight to our front door and it's super easy. And also it's a lot less expensive than going out. Well, it's all natural. Yeah. I would spend so much time reading labels while we were shopping just to make sure all the ingredients were non-toxic. They aren't filled with chemicals, that it was all just plant-based, more healthier alternative cleaning products. Well, I just love that it actually ships to our front door because I would hate when you would sit in the aisle and read every single detergent and cleaner, everything just to look for 
all natural, non-toxic, Well, no, this wasteful. is the thing, is that even when something says that it's all natural, that doesn't necessarily mean, that's like now a popular word that's used and just thrown around. And so you have to actually read the ingredients to make sure that the ingredients that they use are not chemicals, that they're not toxic. So the good thing about Grove.co, that this is where I go to get our products now, is that you don't have to sit around and read the ingredients because they do all that work for you. So you know that when you go there, everything that they offer is truly all natural. It's non-toxic and it's just a hundred times healthier alternative to some of these other cleaning products that are really horrific for your health. And not to sound cheesy, but for me, the best part is that you can find all eco-friendly products like seedling tree-free paper towels and the Grove detergent dispenser that cuts plastic waste by 80%. I mean, it's 100% recycled plastic trash bags. It's all at Grove.co. So one of my all-time favorite brands at Grove.co is Mrs. Myers. If you're looking for the best smelling cleaning products that aren't like toxic filled, go get the peony or the honeysuckle Mrs. Myers set. And as a matter of fact, they're offering our listeners for a limited time a five piece of the spring cleaning set for Mrs. Myers. It's a $30 value. It's absolutely free if you go to grove.co slash HMCP and you place an order. So all you got to do is go to grove.co slash HMCP to get this exclusive spring cleaning offer. Like I said, it's worth $30. So you'll get it absolutely free. And if you want my best advice, get either the peony or the honeysuckle because those two are my favorite fragrances. Well, plus the shipping is super fast and free on your first order. Yeah. So why not go to grove.co slash HMCP and get your some non-toxic, great cleaning products that you don't have to like worry about the ingredients. They're just safe for your family. Literally, once I got pregnant with Henley, that's when I became really conscious about making sure that we eliminated toxic anything in our house. I mean, that's when I started actually reading the labels and all that. And I became a bit of a nut about it because newsflash, cancer is running rampant in our world. And I don't want that for my daughter or for us. And speaking of pregnancy, of course, I've been taking care of prenatals for a long time because I love that they're scientifically proven to be effective. That makes me feel good knowing they're not just using some buzzword like all natural, organic, whatever. They're actually made with great ingredients and they actually have a third-party lab test to make sure that they actually are absorbed well. It's not like you were just taking random supplements or random vitamins. You took this little mini quiz and all of a sudden you have these custom packs that were delivered that I can't touch because they have your name on it. That's exactly it. Anybody can go to their site. It's takecareof.com and you can take this five-minute quiz. It'll tell you exactly what types of supplements that you need for your body that are going to help you. And you can tell them what it is that you want and it will literally cater straight to you. So if let's say you have low calcium, it will give you calcium supplements. And like Doug said, they literally come to your front door and they're given to you in individual packets that you're able to travel with. So if you travel a lot, that's awesome. Or let's say you want to take them at lunch so you bring them to work with you, you know, you can do that easy too. They can help with energy, better sleep, help to maintain stress or reduce stress. So in order to get these supplements and vitamins that are catered just for you to have your name on it and individual packets you can travel with, just go to takecareof.com, enter the promo code JAMIO30 and you'll get 30% off your first care of order. It's a whole personalized vitamin kit that takes care of whatever your goals are. What you'll find come to your front door is a completely personalized vitamin and supplement just for you. You know, just even witnessing the amount of vitamins my dad has in his closet, I feel like if he were to just take this five-minute quiz, he would get just these simple packs and wouldn't have to buy a thousand different vitamin packs. Yeah, it would actually save him money. He'd get exactly what he needed for his body. We should tell him about this. For 30% off your first care of order, just go to takecareof.com and enter Jamie O30. That's J-A-M-I-E-O 30. 
starting. Vitamins with your name on it. All right. I have a challenge that I want to present to you. My husband hasn't heard about this yet, but I also want to present it to you guys too, because it's something that I'm really going to try to do for myself. And I'll tell you why. If you're someone who's struggling, I am speaking to you right now, right here. Girlfriend, join me. Help me. Let's just stop making excuses and really take our health into our own hands because truly, I mean, I've known the recipe, like the cure, which is working out and eating healthy. And do I do either of those two things? No. Well, you know what, too, when you were really strict on it. Well, this is what happened, Doug. So a while ago, I went to this doctor and I have hypothyroidism. So she said, oh, you might have Hashimoto syndrome. Have you ever had your antibodies checked? Have you ever been to Japan? (laughs) I didn't know if I had it or not. And so I had my labs drawn. And so then she said, listen, if you are struggling with fatigue and whatnot, this is when I was pregnant. She's like, just stop eating gluten. I promise you this will help you. And turns out I don't have Hashimoto's. So... That was no longer relevant for me. And I actually asked the doctor again today. I said, do you think if I stopped eating gluten or sugar, like, I mean, if you tell me to never eat this again and I'll feel better, I will never ever eat another piece of effing bread again. I just want to feel better. Everybody looks for a special sauce and what works for you may not work for other people, but if you know what works for you and you know what helps get you out of bed or get you going, there were some times where I wouldn't go to the gym when I was going to the gym heavily. And I'm not at that point yet. I know I do want to go to the gym. So this might be very inspiring for me that you're going and doing all this workout stuff. And I just do it because I want you to look hotter than me always. So you're welcome. <laughs> you're so funny. Actually, I kind of like a man with a little chub. I'm trying. Know. I'm trying to get there. You look good, Doug. You've actually gained some weight and you look good. But okay, so this is a challenge that I've given myself and I want to share with those of you listening to Hot Marriage Cool Parents. We have a Facebook page and I think I'm going to become very, very active on it and on Instagram, but I feel like the Facebook page is a lot smaller. So I'll be able to actually really be able to talk to you listening a bit more about this because I feel like we're deeper friends than, you know, I mean, it's nice to see everybody on Instagram, but there's a lot of people on Instagram. So this little Facebook page maybe would be nice. It's called Hot Marriage Cool Parents, obviously. And if you want to follow it, I'm going to try to like bop in there weekly and just kind of encourage and support maybe even daily and almost like just hold myself accountable. And this is like a zero cost. There's no like fee or anything like that to join you know, anything of that nature, but it's something that if you're struggling with anxiety, depression, or just like mental health in general, or I guess the side effect of just losing weight, I'm sure that will come as well. But this is the 30 day challenge that I'm presenting myself. Can we do like a 38 day challenge? Like just let's get rid of the 30 day and let's be abnormal. Let's do a 38-day challenge. Why 38? Because nobody does a 38-day challenge. Because that's silly. No, it's, it's so not. random. That's exactly why. It'll be rememberable. Like you know, rememberable. You, you, <laughs> right? you know, when you get to 30 days, this 38 day, maybe it lands on a Tuesday, and you're just like, okay, well, you know what? Let me go to Friday, or let me make it 40 days. 38 days, I think, should be the new norm. So let's do that. For real, Doug. Yeah, yeah. A 38-day challenge. People will talk about it. Everybody has a 30-day challenge. It's so 2018. But the problem, Doug, is that I want something that's really attainable. Yeah. I I don't want to have to think about doing this for two months. That's too long. It's not two months. It's almost like a month and a half. I'm not into that. A month and a week. (laughs) I'm not into that. I can't go (laughs) into that. Be (laughs) inspired. Just talked about your drive. Yeah, I I instantly lost it the minute you tack on eight days. I can't do it anymore. We could do a 28-day challenge. How about that? 7, 14, 21, 28. 38 days. No, I like 28 days. That's way more attainable. I said 38 first. Nope, 28. 
Come work, on. We're compromising. It's not a compromise. Yes, it is. 34 I is can't do it 38 days. That's too much to ask. Mm. It feels overwhelming. Oh, well. I'm doing 28 days okay. because you are opposed to 30 days. Thank you. Just for you. This is how and, our marriage works. Okay, so this 28-day challenge that I am doing myself and I want to invite you to do along with me if you're interested. And obviously, if you're not, that's fine too. No big deal. But I just wanted to throw it out there. I love having a workout buddy or someone to kind of like hold me accountable. And before I've done this through Instagram, and I actually made a couple of really good friends. Shout out to Roxanne McGavran. She was an Instagram friend first, and then we actually turned into real friends because we grew close. So I would love to get to know you guys more. Also, if you're interested, she wished me a happy Father's Day. So thank you, Roxanne. I know we love Roxanne. She also wished me a happy birthday, which was sweet. But anyways, so the 28 day challenge is going to be this. Every single day, you do some sort of physical activity that causes a sweat. So whether it's like 10 minutes running with your kid or 10 minutes playing fetch with your dog or a 30 minute run in the morning, whatever you do, just get yourself up and moving off the couch or out of the office or get up and go for a walk. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, just some sort of activity for 30 minutes every single day. That's really not that hard. I think one good way of contributing which I think would also share some ideas because I know for me, there's not a lot to do and I would get bored with a lot of activities if I was just doing the same thing over and over again. So I think what might be great too is to take a picture or a box chart and maybe just write down what you did. So what'd you do today? You went for a run or something like that? Yeah, I ran okay. for 30 minutes straight. So write that on Monday and then the next day, write out what your activity was. And if people share that, it'll give ideas. Oh, that's a great idea to do. For, yeah, that's a good idea, Doug. You know, 30 minutes. It just breaks it up. All you know is to do this. Okay. And so there's going to be two components to this 28 day challenge. The first being that you work out for 30 minutes, whether it be in 10 minute increments three times a day or 30 minutes straight, however you want to do it and whatever you want to do. Like literally, if you want to go kickboxing, go kickboxing. If you want to run, run. Even if it's just playing fetch with your dog or going for a walk or getting on the floor and rolling around with your daughter, as long as you know that you're really like moving your body, that all counts. Just doing anything other than just sitting in the same spot for the whole day, whether it's be the office or the couch or the dinner table, whatever, just get up and move your body because it genuinely helps your mental health more than anything. And the second part of the 28-day challenge is a gratitude journal. So find some quiet time every single day and write down five things that you're thankful for for that day. And it can be either opportunities in the future. It can be what you have right now. It can be something as simple as your health. It could be something as simple as having hot marriage cool parents to listen to. You know, <laughs> we are not telling you what you're thankful for. <laughs> and I think for anybody that does do the 28-day challenge, whenever you you're done with the 30-minute activity, do a quick message on the page and just say done. And then you get the notifications all day. And then it's just like, oh yeah, I got to do this. And then it'll help you get done. Yeah. And then you'll feel included too. I mean, this could be a really mm -hmm. great way for us to support each other. Even if there's only five of us doing it on the page, you know, girlfriend, I'm there with you and we got this. We'll do it together. I think I'm going to make it so that I check into this page daily and that I share what I do daily, almost just to hold myself accountable, but also to inspire and encourage you. I feel like there's all these plans out there that cost money. I want this to be something free for everybody so that we don't have to pay for this. It's not about that. It's about genuinely supporting and loving each other and helping each other get through the thick 
sick of it when really like chances are if you listen to this podcast and you have access to a device with headphones or your car has speakers in it and therefore we're doing okay. You know what I mean? Like we're not starving. We have shoes on our feet. We have a roof over our head and we're eating food every single day. We really don't have anything to be upset about in life. And so we really just need to be more thankful. And how do we do that? I genuinely believe the 30 minute a day exercise of some format and eating healthy, but I'm not even gonna throw that on there because that's like too much for my brain to handle right now. All right. Well, I'm excited to see those of you on our 28-day challenge. It's not a 30-day. It's not a 38-day. It's a 28-day challenge. I think that it's going to be a good thing. Even if just a couple of people go, I think that we're all in it together. So yeah, ultimately the 28-day challenge is really all about just being healthy mind, body, and soul, but most importantly, being healthy within the mind. So I don't care about what the scale says. I don't care how my clothes fit. I don't care about any of that. That's not the purpose of this. The purpose of this for me is to know that I'm eating healthy, you know, to hopefully be able to conceive a baby in in all reality, but also like for mental health and that I'm working out and I'm breaking a sweat because that really does release like dopamine and serotonin and all the good feel good hormones. Literally if you just run for 10 minutes and then you stop and walk and just like breathe in and smile. I know that sounds really corny, especially if you envision like someone just running on the side of the road for 10 minutes and then just stopping, walking, breathing and smiling like aimlessly at herself. But I'm trying to do that. I'm not even kidding. My neighbors might think I'm nuts, but I don't care because it really does. It like gives you this kind of like feeling on the inside where you feel calm and at peace and just happy. And it's like, that's what I'm going for. So I figured I would share my journey of trying to beat this mental illness, which sounds so, I don't know why it sounds so lame. There's just such a stigma around talking about it that it still is like almost makes me uneasy to talk about this battle that I have because I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim at all and nobody should be a victim. But I think I just wanted to be open and honest because I hope that it helps someone else. Like I really wish that I had a friend that would be kind of honest about their journey and what's helped them. And so, you know, I'm not through it yet. I'm not onto the other side yet, but I'm hoping that one day I will be and that we can be there together and that we can share what's been helpful together. So yeah, that's why I really just wanted to put it out there and invite you to join me on the 28 day challenge. And like I said, it's absolutely free. There's like no product pushing or anything of that nature. It's just truly a way to be able to connect a little bit more together. I mean, not for nothing. I'm the kind of girl that could probably have like a hundred friends and still want more. (laughs) I don't know if anyone else is like that, but I mean, I don't know. Does that make me weird, Doug? No, I think you genuinely care. And I think that there's some people that will talk the talk and talk the talk. And I think this is one way to show that you're dedicated to your body, your mind and your health. And I commend you for it. Thank you. Yes. And I'm going to walk the walk. I think that you know better than anybody that for the past couple of years, I've mostly just whined and complained and sat around and whined and complained some more and never really did anything to help myself. And that's because it's hard. I'm not going to say that it's easy. It's it's like harder than F and F to get myself out of bed and go run. Like, but (laughs) okay, that's not encouraging. I'm sorry, (laughs) but I'm just being honest. But like, truly, like when I'm done though, after I'm done with the run, holy crap, I feel like I'm superwoman and I could do anything and or eat a full cake. And I actually do that too sometimes. This is my balance, okay? Let's just be very, very honest. This is my balance that I'm going to work out 30 minutes a day, like I said, and I'm going to speak some sort of gratitude out into the universe, like be thankful for what I do have. And I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to make sure I get my vegetables daily. But if I want a freaking piece of cake, I'm going to have a freaking piece of cake. And if I want to have a bite of ice cream or the whole tub, 
I mean, I'm going to try not to have the whole tub, but if I have the whole tub, whatever, I'll get up and run in the morning, like one thing at a time. And maybe my next 28 day challenge will encourage, you know, diet and exercise and yoga and all, but like, it's like, whoa, baby steps. I feel like when you say that you're struggling a little bit, people like are so fast to tell you all the things to do. And it's like, I can barely get out of bed. So hold your horses. Like, let me just get out of bed and start walking. And I'll try to like do a little healthy dieting and gratitude and all that jazz. Anyways, rant over. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And like we were saying earlier in the podcast, though, truly, I love Grove Collaborative. So if you want to go to grove.co, don't miss out on getting this Mrs. Myers spring set for free. I'm telling you, it is truly, if you've ever used Mrs. Myers, you will fall in love. And if you have used it, then you know just how great it is. And if you can get a whole spring set for free, you know, that's a great value. It's a $30 value that you're going to get. So totally take advantage of that. And if nothing else, just check out the site. And I mean, that's another aspect of healthy living is just reducing chemicals and toxic type of products, whether it be house cleaning or your beauty products or you know whatever. It really is part of the journey. So it's a good place to start too. Just use the code HMCP and you'll get yourself a free five-piece spring cleaning set from Mrs. Myers. And I got to tell you, you're not going to regret it. You can thank me later. All right. So we'll be seeing you over on the Hot Marriage Cool Parents Facebook page or you know, even the Instagram page, come to think of it, we could do it on the Instagram page as well. There's a Hot Marriage Cool Parents Instagram page. I'm going to try to do both. Good call. Yeah. And for everything Hot Marriage Cool Parents, just go to at Hot Marriage Cool Parents or follow me at, at Doug Hainer or Jamie. At Jamie and Otis. We're really active on social media. We love to get to know you guys. So if you want to take a screenshot right now and tag us so we get to know you too. And we're looking forward to meeting you and hearing from you. Next week, we have a really exciting guest. I can't wait. We haven't had a guest in a little bit. No, we haven't. Have you guys ever heard of Crime Junkie podcast? It's like one of the top podcasts. And Ashley Flowers, she's the host of this podcast. Mm -hmm. She's coming on our podcast. Really? Yeah. We interview her for next week. I think my friend Karen's going to love that. Oh, she's the one who first told me about this podcast. She's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited for next week. And like I said, I will be bopping in on Instagram and Facebook to kind of just share my 28-day challenge with you guys, like my journey. And if you just want to follow along, great. If you want to join me, awesome. I can't wait to see you there. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Hot Marriage Cool Parents. Until then, good luck on your 28-day challenge. I'm doing it with you, girlfriend. And we love you. We love you. Goodbye. Have a good day. I literally talk about the first time I ever saw my husband's penis and touched it. So if you want a good story, go to Amazon.com and search Wifey 101, or you can go to JamieOtis.com and snag an autographed copy of my book. And coming from someone that was crying at the altar and thought the experts failed them, three days later, you touched my penis. (laughs) It's true. Visit us online at JamieOtis.com for more great resources.